Welcome to Just Think, the podcast. The podcast where we don't want to tell you what to think. We just want to encourage you to do it. We are three friends that came from across the political spectrum who were tired of partisan politics and were alarmed at what we saw happening in our country, including the growing political divide. But we found as we challenged ourselves to recognize our own biases, to put them aside, we were absolutely united in our pursuit for the truth. And that's why we started this podcast to share the conversations we were having around that pursuit and to invite you into our conversation. To encourage you to feel free to ask questions. Search for the answers yourself to say what you think. That's right, because as we like to say, diversity of thought, ideas, and beliefs are welcome here. Asshats are not. (laughs) (laughs) All are welcome as long as you just think. Just Think, the podcast. This is Holly. And Amy. And Kristen. And today we are joined by a guest we are so excited to introduce to you. The CEO of Crowd Health, Andy Schoonover, has agreed to join us today to not just educate us on what's going on in the landscape of health coverage, but really to help educate all of us, you included, because one of the questions that we get asked the most by you, the listeners, um, outside of how do I find a pediatrician or a good doctor, medical choice? How do you navigate that? Um, We get asked about insurance. What insurance do we use? What insurance, you know, what are the options out there? And why is that? Well, I think anybody who's paying attention knows that now in this day and age, it is like we are enslaved to a system that is dictated, a healthcare system that is dictated by the insurance companies. Um, Talk to any doctor who wants to prescribe you a medication or perform a treatment. If you're on insurance, it has to be approved by your insurance company. I've got a good friend with a chronic disease. She needed a drug that her doctor felt that was the best drug for her situation. It continued to be denied by her insurance company, which was known as one of the quote, best in the industry. And that was an eye opener for me when I started to realize maybe it's not even us in charge of our health anymore. Maybe it's not even our doctors in charge. It is where the money is. It's in these insurance companies. And we're going to talk about that today. Andy has firsthand knowledge about this because he sits in the space day after day as the CEO of Crowd Health. Some of you listeners, you're already on using Crowd Health. You've already enrolled, and we're so glad you have because we're super excited about this option. Several years ago, um, my, this has probably been in the last 10 years, my husband and I looked for an alternative to healthcare as entrepreneurs. You know, to, to go and pay for insurance as a small business owner was extraordinary. And we, thank you, God, we're not sick a lot. And so we were like, why are we paying so much money? We really are gambling on the fact that we just might get sick one day. So what we did was we found something that's similar to Crowd Health, although I'm even more intrigued by Crowd Health, to be honest with you, the more I've looked into it, is is this idea that I only need insurance when I desperately need help paying a bill. And also, I want my doctors to stop charging me the cost that the insurance company requires. So Andy, I know we can dig into all of this with you today. Thank you so much for being on. I'd love to start and let the audience know why you went and decided to start crowd health. I mean, there's a million other things you could have been doing. I have a feeling that this all was birthed out of a great need. So will you tell us about that? <laughs> all right, well, thank you all for having me on. I appreciate it. I get a, 
a laugh every day from watching your Instagram feeds and your memes and all the funniness going on over there. So it was, it was fun to, to get invited on. So thank you all have so much for doing that. I, I, um, I am a parent like, like you all. Um, and I had just sold up my previous company and I thought that healthcare.gov was my only option for me my wife and my two little girls. And, um, so I went on to healthcare.gov and got this plan. It was $1,200 a month with a you know, big deductible. And, and I kind of joke it, it worked until I had to use it. Uh, my little <laughs> one who was one at the time was having recurring ear infections. And, and we, as parents all know what that's like. It's middle of the night wakings, just after the point that you think you had made it through the middle of the night wakings, it starts again. You're like, what the heck is going on here? So we went to the ear, nose and throat doctor who said, she had a perforated eardrum, a hole in her eardrum, and she needed to get ear tubes. Something that happens to millions of kids every year. It's just not not something that's, um, you know, it's pretty pretty benign type of, of thing. Um, so we go to the local hospital, get tubes in her ears. It was a 15-minute procedure. And I think we were in and out of the hospital in somewhere between 45 minutes and an hour. So it was like the fastest trip to the hospital ever. I'm like, that was great. Um, and then we got a bill... I think three or four weeks later, and it was $8,000. And we were like, holy crap, $8,000 for a 15-minute procedure? But it's like, this is why you have health insurance. Like, this is the whole point of having health insurance. And so um, we thought it was taken care of. We got a, another nice little note in the mail a few weeks later from our insurance company that it said it was medically unnecessary. Okay, so now we're a, a month and a half or two months past this procedure, my child is sleeping through the night. She no longer has a hole in her ear. Um, and we have an insurance company saying it, this was medically unnecessary. Um, and so, you know, we went through this kind of whole, you know, rigmarole where, you know, my doctor is, is fighting with their doctor. And after three rounds of this, they finally said, we're not paying for it. And so I unfortunately had to pay an $8,000, uh, you know, write an $8,000 check to the local hospital. And so we were pissed, as you could probably imagine. And you know, we called the, the health insurance company. Say, like, look, if you're not going to pay our bills, we're not going to pay your bills. So we quit. Um, yeah. And so we we bailed from that, thank God. And um, we were we've been uninsured since. So this is probably something like three years, maybe three and a half years that we've been uninsured. And over that period of time, we're like, is there a way to operate outside of this kind of legacy health insurance system? and viably be able to pay our healthcare bills. So we found out that we could actually have negotiated with the hospital if we wanted to, and we probably could have gotten that procedure for about $1,000 as opposed to $8,000. Um, we can go to the doctor and we can say, hey, we're a cash pay patient and get 30 or 40, 50%, sometimes lower rates than what the health insurance plan is paying. And so we started building these tools and we're like, you know what, I bet other people would like these tools too. I'm sure there's other people in this world that hate health insurance as much as I do that would love to have some tools that allow them to, to be, as we say, delightfully uninsured because we are no longer, you know, a slave to the man. We are, you know, autonomous and sovereign and we're paying our own health bills. And, and kind of as a result of that, we started a company called Crowd Health that is helping you know, we've had 5,000 people sign up uh, for the service to date. Um, so we've helped 5,000 people navigate the health system without having health insurance. And it's been, you know, as we said, delightful. I mean, 5,000 awesome. and growing too, Andy. I mean, there's mm -hmm. no question that you are going to continue to because you meet a need. And you just gave the best example, your own personal example of where 
your doctor says something's needed, but your insurance company says, no, it's not. How do, how do they know? You know, my, my question to them is, you didn't sit in the office visit. You didn't examine the child's ears. You don't know what the parents are saying about mm -hmm. her sleeping habits. I mean, all that sounds so insane, but it happens every single day. And I think mm -hmm. the one piece of this that you shared that we do need to bring attention to as well is on your next doctor's visit, ask them what it would cost if you paid cash. Even if you're not planning yeah. to pay, mm -hmm. say, can you give me this bill? And uh, what it, if I want to pay cash, what's the, what's the total? Because I'm telling you right now, it's, it was an eye opener when we started going to the doctor and saying that we're just going to pay cash. And yeah. now all of a sudden it came down and healthcare becomes more affordable, you know, in those situations. Okay. So Andy, walk one, us one through. One more quick, yeah. quick point on yeah. that. And I, and this is one that I want to make sure that people understand is when you go to the doctor's office, they give you either this electronic, uh, you know, iPad, or they give you 10 sheets that you go through and it feels like the same ones every time you're like, why the heck didn't you get this from me the last time? Like how many times do I have to tell you my, my family history? But, um, you know, one of those sheets is the financial responsibility form, which in that form, it says, I will re be responsible for all, all charges, um, that are incurred and it doesn't have a price on there. And so what you're basically doing is you're signing a piece of paper that says, I'm responsible regardless of what you pay, what, what, what you charge me, you know? And mm. so that would be like, uh, a, you know, some guy to coming to mow your lawn and then coming afterwards and saying, <laughs> yeah, that's five grand. Um, and you have pre agreed to pay for it. And so what we tell people is there's a line in there that says, I agreed to pay the, you know, whatever price is incurred. We strike that line out and we say a, and a, a reasonable rate for the services provided. And so that at least gives you the ability to go back later and say, okay, what is a reasonable rate? Um, so that they don't have the ability to then charge you whatever they want to charge you. Um, yeah, well, I like that. Literally 99 <laughs> times out of 100, they won't say anything. So and repeat that again to say a reasonable rate. A what? reasonable rate for the services provided. Okay. And okay. you can scratch through on the iPad with that? And, and, and you can write on, you know, when they, there's a signature line on the iPad you can you can either you can say I will pay a reasonable rate and then sign it, um, or if you don't want to do that, you can ask for a paper version. Um, and if they refuse to get a paper version and you can't write that in the iPad, then just say you know just put in there won't sign, and right. um, you know almost every time they will they don't look at it. Like, you know, you're going to get your service provided and they don't look at it. Like those people on the front desk, they have enough stuff to do. They don't look, they'll at, look it. at it. They'll be like, oh shit, we can't yeah, charge them. We wanted to. Right? And this gives you such incredible protection gotcha. from, you know, um, from doctors or hospitals overcharging you. And it's such an easy thing to do. Um, so that's just one little quick tip Thank there you. that, oh, that people should use. That is, a, that's I, an awesome tip. That's like my, um, my son went in for an appendectomy and, you know, note at no point was the cost ever mentioned to us, you know, so we get this outrageous bill. Um, and my husband said the same thing. He's like, he does mortgages. He's a mortgage broker. He's like, that's like me giving somebody a mortgage. And then after they close on their house, be like, all right, well, you owe me $20,000. Exactly. By the way. Yeah. exactly. You know? It's not right. It's like, it would, it would, it would, it would happen. No other place. No in other place. Society. Right. Other no than other healthcare. Place. So, and yeah. then mm -hmm. I even had an issue, Holly. I know you were asking something before, but just to go along with this, my son uh, Knox had a broken and dislocated arm. Obviously, we had to get that fixed. Um, <laughs> I, this is, um, the, and this is at a hospital that I worked for seventeen and a half years, and 
you're usually, we even get a discount supposedly. Well, I missed the discount day for return, turning it in by like two days. And so number one, they didn't give me the discount. And number two, even with insurance, we still paid out of pocket in total over $8,000. Wow. $8,000. Now- For a that, broken I mean, arm. I guess, now I will say, I still don't, that is absolutely ridiculous to charge that much and to have to pay that much with anesthesia, ER visit and surgeon visits and all this stuff. With insurance, with insurance. With insurance. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I guess I could see that a little more than your 15 minute procedure for your, uh, for your daughter yeah. with the ear. But either way, that is absolutely ridiculous. And didn't you say, did you say that even the insurance had pre-approved yeah. for your daughter to have that. And yeah. then they went back. And they came so back like, on it. So this they is almost like it. the insurance companies are playing doctor. Just like yeah. our government is trying to play doctor right now. Yeah. The insurance companies are playing doctor. If the doctor who went to school, I'd be pissed if I was a doctor. They went to school, they paid all this money, they put all this time in. That is their supposed expertise. And if they are saying, yes, your child needs this. I mean, where did the insurance company get with, that they have the final say? Well, Kristen, I mean, I think that you bring, it's a great point because $8,000, you know, apparently you were able to pay for it. I've been very fortunate. I can pay for it. But, you know, 99% of Americans don't have $8,000 sitting no. around to pay for their their medical bills. And so one of the, the missional things for me, and, you know, you kind of started off saying, I, I don't particularly have to be doing this. This is a missional thing for me, is as I did some more research on this, 200,000 families every year go bankrupt even they, even though they have health insurance due to a health event. And it's, mm. and it's specific things like Kristen, like, like you and I, right? Like you don't have $8,000. What are you going to do? I mean, you got to, you got to do, you got to sell your house. You got to sell all your assets. You got to go bankrupt. And so we have all these families going bankrupt because super high deductibles. That's one reason. The second reason is my situation was where they deny a claim that's really high and I don't have enough money to pay for it. And so we have, you know, the number one reason for bankruptcies in this country is is healthcare. Um, and so we as Crowd Health have had 5,000 people over two years, and we've had, to our knowledge, zero medical debt incurred over that over that period of time from our members. So that's, awesome. that's the mission behind this is like, we ask our members to pay the first $500 of any health event, which we think is like, hey, you got to have some skin in the game here before the community helps you. But everybody mm -hmm. should be able to come up with 500 bucks. You know, this is not going to put you, you know, on, or you can call a friend and get 500 bucks. Um, $8,000 is a whole different story. And so we want to eliminate healthcare debt, healthcare bankruptcies in this country and give people a real affordable alternative. So that's really the mission behind why we're doing this. Um, and, you know, so far, so good. Yeah. Well, and, and I think too, uh, and we're going to talk about this too. I know we'll get to the part about also helping equip people to live healthier lives in general mm -hmm. to avoid, you know, to stay well instead of trying to treat, you know, treat when you're sick. There's a lot of things we can prevention over the cures, right? But let's talk about this then. Okay. So in the current system that most people are familiar with, you have an insurance, by the way, that, you know, your, your employer might be paying some of or some portion of or whatever. So maybe you're not seeing that money every month, but it's going out to that insurance company. And you're thinking, okay, if I get sick, any bad thing happens, they're going to, they're going to help me out. They're going to pay for this. Well, we just gave you multiple examples where the amount of money you're still paying can literally bankrupt people. It bankrupts 200,000 families per year in America. Okay. That's how it works though. That is the current system. What are you doing differently, Andy, with crowd health? How does yeah. this, tell people how this works? Well, yeah, really quick on that current system to add a little more commentary there is 
they promise you that they're going to pay for your claims. Yet when the Affordable Care Act last year, 48 million claims were denied. So that's Obamacare. I mean, Obamacare. That's Obamacare. Yeah, 48 million claims. And um, allegedly, there are, you know, this is a, a recent article. I think it came out today or yesterday. Cigna has an algorithm that basically just blanket denies claims across a population without even really looking at them. Again, this is allegedly, I don't want to get sued, but like allegedly (laughs) this is happening by Cigna. And so the thought process there is people aren't going to come back and, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. dispute it. Um, And so they, you know, lower their, you know, their, their claims basis by just, blanketly saying no to, to these to these claims. And so the insurance company is your opponent in this situation. However, you are paying them to be your advocate, yet they end up being your opponent because they don't want to pay. What I want is a company that wants to be my ally. Um, yes. I want an ally that's going to fight for me, fight to get my bills paid. And so that's the, the, the kind of the position that, that we take, you know, we want to kind of be, you know, this is a bit of a, maybe a male reference, but we want to be your Obi-Wan Kenobi to your Luke Skywalker, <laughs> right? Like your, or your Yoda, you know, whoever your favorite guide is in Star yes. Wars um, to kind of like, Hey, help you through this. And, you know, once you understand what the, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep going with the analogy. Um, once you under- see the force and see the, the power <laughs> of being, you know, having the force and that is, being, you know, uninsured and self-pay, like you're gonna be like, wow, like I didn't even know this could happen. Um, you know, so we have members who go out and they, um, I, we just crowdfunded one yesterday who needed a hysterectomy. And, um, you know, they went out and they tried to find this hysterectomy. I think they were in Dallas and it was like $40,000 or something like that. And so we found them another uh, place to get a hysterectomy that was actually a great, great doctor an awesome location. And it was $12,000. Um, and so they, they came to us and they're like, how, how do you eat? What? Like, I don't understand this, you know? And so they're like, are you sure this doctor actually went to medical school? And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, look, you know, here's all the, you know, this doctor does more hysterectomies in Dallas than anybody else, you know, in Dallas almost, you know? And so they're really, really good at it. And they're like, okay, like I'm in. Um, and so we went then to the community and we said, okay, this 12,000, I think it was $12,000 plus or minus a little bit. Um, we went to the community and said, Hey, community of, of, you know, thousands of people, would you help this woman in Dallas with a hysterectomy? Cause she has, uh, she has, you know, uh, I think it was cervical cancer or something. Um, and so, and, and so we actually go to these communities and tell the story of what's going on with this woman. And then, then they can actually say, yeah, I'm willing to give this woman, you know, some some help, or I can say no, I don't want to give this woman some help. And if they say yes, then money goes directly from your account to her account, and ultimately, and we keep track of all of that. And so ultimately, she will have the twelve thousand dollars then to go in to get her hysterectomy. She'll pay with you know a credit card or a debit card um, at the point of care, and that was the agreement with the doctor to get that really great rate. Um, and so. You know, this is not anything new. It's actually very, very old. <laughs> you know, I kind of say it's back to the future a little bit. We keep going with these movie references. I'm just going to keep, <laughs> keep going with it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's back to the future a little bit because, you know, historically what we've done is we as, you know, just humans, we live in communities or we live in tribes or, you know, whatever. And if somebody else got hurt, then the other people would kind of pick up the slack, whether it be, you know, I'm going to go in, 
and, and put the seeds in your field or, you know, whatever it may be, we, we come around each other as, as a community. And what we have seen, especially in the 1970s, is it started in the 1970s, is, is the insurance companies and the government saying, hey, you know, I'll take that. I'll take that on for you. I'll take that responsibility. Oh. And, and so we have mm -hmm. lost this kind of love your neighbor approach to healthcare and community. And we have substituted in a much less efficient, um, much more profit driven insurance company mm -hmm. and government component to that. And so we like, let's rip this out and let's bring community back. So if Kristen's son has a you know broken arm, like Andy and Stephanie and my two girls, we're going to give directly to Kristen to help you with your son's broken arm, like as, as, as opposed to sending it to an insurance plan. Like I'll give you another quick example of this because I think it's powerful. It's uh, a few months ago, I think five or six months ago, we had a, a woman with a, a miscarriage. And so we went out and there's, there's medical expenses associated with that. We, we sent it out to a bunch of people and we had women come back. They're like, that's a part of my story. You know, mm. I kind of get tearful about it because I was like, that's a part of my story. And so I want to help that person yes. in a time of need, you know, as opposed Absolutely. to you. Wouldn't and, and so they actually were like, let me give more to that person. Right. And so mm. you'd never go to your insurance plan and say, let me give you more this month for my premium. You know, like, <laughs> but if there's yeah. a human being on the other end of this, this is like, wow, I'm helping this woman at a really difficult time. We had a, a woman get her fingers cut off in Tennessee in a boating accident, 19 years old. And people would reach out and say, how else can I help her because mm. she's a part of our community? I'm like, that's wow. the way healthcare that's should be amazing. done. You know, Andy, that's what we're about. How are you notifying? I mean, obviously you have an incredible team working with you now to really manage all this because we'll get into, you have telemedicine uh, options. I mean, you you guys, are you're, you're checking all the boxes of needs. But mm -hmm. how how do you get the need out there? How do you guys share with that community? Because if if you think about it, just even if you look at like online, when someone is sick or they've died or they're battling a child battling something or not, you know, when they'll do GoFundMe's or gifts and goes mm -hmm. or whatever, you see how much money can be raised in a very short amount of time because it tugs mm -hmm. at our heartstrings. How do you share people's needs with that community? How does that work? Yeah, so we've got this community who've all raised their hand and said, "Hey, if if somebody else in our community has a health need, I'm 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 willing to help." Right, and okay. so we get this in, we negotiate it, we will then send out whatever 100 emails to people, and we say we have this woman in, I think she was in Wisconsin that had a, a miscarriage. You know, she needs X thousands of dollars. Will you give 50 bucks to help her with this? Um, and, you know, you can just, you know, you can click yes, no. And that immediately registers in our system. If it's a yes, then we've got a third party processor that is connected to your bank account or your credit card or whatever that will add, automatically send money directly to that woman. And then we keep track of what the balance is for that woman. And once she hits $12,000, we stop. And so she then has enough money to go and, or whatever the, the amount was. I forget exactly what the amount was. Um, so it's, it's a really super easy way of, of, of doing it. And it's all in our app too. So you can kind of see the progress of your, you know, crowdfunding and we're, we're generally crowdfunding things in under three days. So, you know, whether wow. it's a wow. two hundred dollar pediatrician visit or it's a hundred thousand dollar, you know, colon cancer case, we, you know, are, are crowdfunding them very, very quickly. Um, and That's we've had, amazing. I think we're on bill. I, I just, did some crowdfunding this morning, 6,000 and something. Um, and everyone that we've submitted to the community has gotten paid. So 
Crowd Health, who we regulatorily can't say we promise to get your bills paid. And I want to make sure that people understand that the bill is still your responsibility. We are going to fight like hell to get that paid for you. I can't promise yes. it's going to get paid or I get into regulatory trouble. The government knocks on my door. That's right. That's we, right. we can't promise, but all of the bills that thus far has gotten paid. The insurance yes. companies, however, can promise. Mm. Yes. Yep. 48 million claims last year were denied on Obamacare things. And that's the screwed up nature of our system right there is that, yes. you know, we got all this regulatory intervention that, you know, tries to kill innovation. And, and thus far, we've, we've, you know, had, had a couple of regulatory interventions, and we won them every single time. So um, wow. I think, and then the insurance you know, companies, they don't get they don't get in trouble after they've promised. No, they get a little, they get a little you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> United Healthcare makes tens of billion, four hundred and twenty billion dollars of revenue, I think, for United Healthcare last year. Ugh. And they get they get like horrible. little fines of like a million or two million dollars. Like to any of like, us that was like pulling out a couple of dollars out of our wallet and be like, OK, you know, and so they'll that's they'll continue it. to go. They'll continue to hey, do it because they get away with it. Real, real quick, just to give y'all a little um, taste of the price breakdown when you say cash. Sorry, I was just looking at your Instagram because I remembered sharing some one of these the other day, Andy. But like, okay, for a, pri a price for a hip and knee replacement at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York um, with Aetna plan, it's $96,412. With Cigna, it's $83,579. But with cash, it's $23,537. So you go from 96,000 to 23,000 and then like for a mammogram 2384 with Blue Cross Blue Shield 1694 with Aetna $391 with cash. Yeah. So that just goes to show you, you know, what the price breakdown is and how much do insurance companies make? Like how I would like for you to explain a little bit about like how it works, like what drives the insurance companies, why the costs go up why it costs so much. Yeah. And then of course I, we want to hear about like crowd health, like how it, it, it works. Sure. It works. <laughs> and just, and Amy, you know, did you have a, something? A, a fun like follow up to that, okay. by the way, is I, I put that out on, I think that was Instagram. Uh -huh. um, somebody responded then saying, man, I really need a, a, a mammogram in Houston. That's reasonable. Um, so we had a care advocate reach out to her and found her a mammogram that I think was like 15 miles from her house. So it wasn't next door, but it was 15 miles. It was like 124 bucks, 124 bucks for wow. a mammogram wow. in, in so, Houston. So, so it's, basically, it's crazy. I wanted to ask too, like, um, and I know that we'll probably, we'll get into this and I won't talk about the insurance making money, but so for people who join CrowdHealth, like if they have something, like they need a mammogram, they cut their fingers off in a boating accident, they have a miscarriage, how does it, so they, do they just talk to directly, like call somebody, they have a contact at CrowdHealth? Yeah. And they, that crowd health advocate will take over from there. So they're not sitting there having to like explain to the doctor, well, no, I don't have insurance. I mean, what, what's their responsibility when they go in with these, like some people have emergent things and they can't think straight and they got to sure. figure it out, you know? So how yeah. does it work? Yeah. So um, it's, it's super, one of the things about starting your company is you can do a lot of the things that you hate about kind of like the competition and you can change it. Right. And one of the things yeah. I hate about that situation with my daughter is I, you know, had to call into a call center. I don't even think the call center was in the United States. It was some, you know, some foreign country. Right. And I had to tell them what my issue was and they didn't understand. So they had to punt it to somebody else. And I had to tell them what my issue was who punted me to somebody else. And it's like, you know, if I had hair, I'd pull it out. Right. Um, <laughs> but, and so for crowd health, you've got an advocate you internal text her, so you, you can, can call her. text her, you can call her. Holly, I think it got Holly. I think it got, yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> Are we good? Yeah. 
sorry. Um, so let me start again. So one of the things about starting a new company is that I get to do things that kind of solve some of the other issues I see in some of the, the kind of legacy, you know, business models. And one of those is I hate talking to, to uh, big call centers. Um, so the thing with my daughter is I call into a call center and it's probably not even in this country. And I talk to one person and tell them my issues. They punt me to a different person who tell them my issues who they don't know what's going on. So they tell, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, so at Crowd Health, you have an advocate that you can uh, call. You schedule a call, actually, so it's more of a schedule as opposed to like a pick up the phone. Um, you can text them, uh, you can email them, whatever way you you want. And so if you know uh, somebody needed a mammogram, you could just text into them and say, "Hey, um, Kelly, um, I need a mammogram. I live in seven eight seven four six. Can you find me one?" And she will within twenty four hours get back to you and say, "Hey." Here's a list of three places in which you can go get a mammogram. Here's what the cash prices are for those pay those places. You know, if you need any more help, please let me know. So we provide you with I mean, that. That's incredible. That God, that's um, worth its weight in gold. Worth so much because the <laughs> yeah. time it takes to even figure out where to go, right? And because it's not like they're advertising yeah. mm -hmm. online. You know, three ninety nine for a mammogram right here. I mean, the, yeah. like you said, it takes investigation. So that's a huge added gift that you're given to your. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is I, you know, you were talking about pediatricians earlier on, yeah. um, or maybe it was before we got on, we talked about pediatricians, but, um, you know, the cool thing about what we can do also is, and, and I'll tell you just a quick story is we had a member who lived like two streets over from me. Um, and so we had a care advocate who reached out and they're like, Hey, we have a member who's looking for a pediatrician. Do you know a good pediatrician in your area? And I was like, Oh man, I've got a great pediatrician you know, this is what her name is. And this is how she, great she was. And she's taking care of all of our kids. And, and so we shared that name with the other person in the community, who also went now is now going to my pediatrician. And so if you're looking for a pediatrician, what we actually do is we reach out to all the people members in that area, and say, Hey, do you know of a good pediatrician? And so they can then we're kind of crowdsourcing really great doctors from other people in our community. Um, so you don't have to go online and Google Amazing. pediatrician and just hope that that pediatrician is, is good. Amazing. Right. So that referral I think is really, really valuable. And they'll yes. say great pediatrician, you know, push, pushes vaccines or doesn't push vaccines or is great in this stage of, of kids and not great in that stage of kids. So you actually get kind of a crowdsourced referral, um, That's from, from the fantastic. community, which we think is. It's well, got a pretty cool about, component. I think about the new yeah, moms who are at the hospitals and they've got to choose a pediatrician because, you know, when you go to give birth, the hospital's going, who's your pediatrician? They need to come discharge this baby, right? Which I don't know if everybody knows that's how it works. Yeah. So you've already have got, you have already needed to have chosen a pediatrician before you even go to the hospital to give birth. And, well, they make you think that, you know, but that's what you think. So in this case, I could just go hmm. and, and use you guys to say, if I was, if I was a member of your community and I could just say, hey. I need referrals. I've got to, I'm going to have a baby who, you know, here's what I'd like to have for my pediatrician. For example, I'd like for uh, freedom of choice in, in the vaccine plans. You know, I don't want to be kicked out of a practice because I don't give every vaccine sure. on schedule. So you can, you could even ask that sure. and they yeah. can help you find who you're, oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I know Amy, you had talked about emergent issues. So I did want to talk about that before we left that topic, because I think a lot of people are worried about like, what about the big one? Um, you know, so like an emergent issue would be you go to the ER for whatever reason and, you know, 
the good news about it's bad news that you're in the ER clearly, but the good news about that is that you don't get those bills for typically 60 to 90 days later. And so what we would then ask you to do is say, Hey, send all those bills to us. We'll call the hospital. We'll post negotiate those bills. And then we will then crowdfund it based upon the post the negotiated rate. So we'll negotiate awesome. what for you wow. after the fact. So, That's you know, awesome. all we do is ask for people like, if you want to go to whatever pediatrician you want to go to, go. I mean, if you want to go to, you know, whatever uh, dermatologist, go. Like, what for the big ones is when we say, hey, just call us because we probably can find you something that's significantly less than where you think you're going to go. So, for example, I get two sets of blood panels every year. Every six months, I get new blood panels. And I, I through Crowd Health, can get them for wow. about $45. If I were to go through my health insurance plan, my previous health insurance plan, it was it was anywhere between four hundred and fifty and five hundred dollars, right? And so if you just call us, and we just mentioned this uh, mammogram for one hundred and twenty four dollars, like if she mm -hmm. went and tried to find that on her own, she probably would be in the thousand or the fifteen hundred dollar range. But we know where to look for these things, so we just say, hey, call us. We don't require it, but if you you know if you would you know call us so that we can help you find a really great place. Um, well, for really and, low cost. And it, um, so that's how we, that's how we uh, do that. Another thing about that side. though, is when you just talked about, you get to choose your doctor, uh, you know, you well, obviously the, th yeah, the three yeah, no of networks. us, we love our naturopathic doctors, right? And we, we, we tend to go towards doctors who mm -hmm. don't even carry insurance because they don't want to be constrained by the edicts of that, you know, health insurance company. So um, if that were the case, how does it work? I know you guys like to work with us when we have those kind of doctors. So can you kind of elaborate on that? Cause I know a lot of our listeners would be curious. Yeah. yeah. You're our people. <laughs> you're our people. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we, um, we're fine with you going to a naturopathic, a holistic and integrative, uh, doc, go to whoever you want. Um, we don't, we don't really care. And we do care actually, cause well, I care cause I, I go to kind of a holistic, uh, doc, um, as well. Um, and so I, I think this stat, is, is pretty kind of crazy. And, and so you probably have seen this stat on Instagram, but, um, 1.4% of, uh, births are nationally are home births. Crowd health. is about 50%, Amazing. just south of 50%. Wow. wow. So it's, it just yeah. kind of shows you the community that we have. That's like, look, I don't want to be a part of this system. I want to think differently than kind of the, the Western medicine things, um, which kind of leads with, hospitals and medications and and these types of things where our group and again we've had five thousand people sign up so this is a pretty decent size group is no i, I want to do this naturally i want to do this uh you know with without the medications at least try it first without medications um i want to give birth at home so it's just we're, we're all about you know that that group um because primarily because I'm one of them. Um, so, you know, it's the, as the CEO, you can kind of drive the culture of, of the community. And so, you know, this is an authentic thing for me. This is not a, oh, you know, naturopathic is kind of the cool thing to do nowadays. It's like, it's, I truly believe that there is a, a very, a much larger space for naturopathic holistic approaches to medicine. I believe um, it's growing, especially. Yeah. So it sounds like you're, um, yeah, I was gonna say, it sounds like your, your members care about their health and are totally. trying to prevent problems versus, you know, coming in and having a bunch of problems. And ho hopefully, you know, you have a really healthy, healthy <laughs> group 
Yeah, you know? we do. We have a very healthy group, a very health conscious group, a group yeah. that actually is wanting is looking to be more health conscious because I think the only way to change healthcare and we can change it by just reducing prices and that's one thing which is huge and great. But what I want for people is 30, 40, 50 years from now, you know, as we are in our 60s, 70s and 80s to not have these chronic conditions, to not have diabetes, to not have congestive heart failure, to not have COPD and maybe more even importantly than that like I, I'm 44, so 30 and 40 years from now, like I want to be a grandpa to my kids' kids, right? Like that and play, being able to play in the backyard and, and living an active lifestyle. So I think we've, we've, um, we've started looking at this kind of health span um, instead of, you know, which is how healthy are you in those last 10 or 20 years? And I truly believe that our group who are primarily in their 30s and 40s, we have some 30s, 40s, 50s, um, are the group that's like, yeah, I want to live healthy lifestyles in my seventies and, and eighties. Um, you know, and so maybe a personal story, my dad had, um, a stroke, uh, at the very beginning of COVID and lost, you know, complete, you know, uh, totally paralyzed on one side of his, his body. So he's in a wheelchair. He can't care for himself. And that to me stirred something in me. That's like, okay, I have a decision to make in my forties for how my 70s, 80s, and maybe beyond look, you know, and I think that we have a, a, a group of people who, who look, you know, 30 or 40 years out, which, which is great. And I think it's the only way to substantially change the cost, healthcare costs in this country is to not have chronic conditions, you know, when we're, when we're That's 60, it. 70s, well, and 80s. Talk to us yeah, about I telemedicine uh, visits too, because obviously it's nice as a parent, for example, child has an earache. They had an ear infection last month. You think it might be the same thing again? How does that How does that look for Crowd yeah. Health? Um, um, people who are members of Crowd Health, what does that look like? Sure. Yeah. No. Another real life real life example, and I'm not sure I share, share this with you the last time we talked, but you know, I got a little monkey um, that <laughs> yes. loves to jump on the bed and fell <laughs> off and broke her head. Um, <laughs> went to the. Uh, <laughs> crowd health app and called the doctor and the doctor said um no more monkeys no more monkeys jumping, jumping on the bed, on the bed. Um, no but so uh, i i go into the app and i pressed you know telehealth button urgent care and within i think it was in within a minute or two minutes we had a doctor on the other end and i said and we we're my wife and i were freaking out because my daughter was kind of talking and weird and you know kind of just acting funky and so we were about ER, to head yeah. to you know, ER. Um, and so, but I was like, you know what, Steph, like my wife, and I was like, just, let's do this real quick. And she's like, no, we're going to the ER. No, no, real quick, real quick. So we did it. And the doctor basically was like, Hey, here are, I think it was three questions that you need to ask your daughter every 15 minutes. And if she can't answer those questions, then you know, something is going on head straight to ER. Otherwise she probably has a, a, a concussion, a, a slight concussion, uh, she talked directly to my daughter. My my daughter answered. She's like, I don't think there's anything going wrong. So, you know, we walked through that and she was fine. Um, she had a slight concussion, it looked like. But that could have been, if you walk into the emergency room, you're yeah. five grand in. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, forget about it. Like, you're five grand in. So we would have been there for several hours, five grand in. They probably would have given her a children's Tylenol and we would have walked out. It would have been a totally miserable experience. Instead... You know, after an hour of asking these these questions, we were fine, and she was fine, and she still <laughs> jumps on the bed, so we're not fine there. But, um, 
you know, so, but that's the beauty of having, you know, a doctor in the palm of your hand. So that's urgent care. You can do that. If you want to talk to a primary care doctor, like you need to get a new prescription or a prescription renewed or something like that, you can talk to a wow. primary care doctor again, right on the app. Or we also have um, talk therapy. So you have unlimited talk therapy, which is you have a counselor that you can talk to uh, virtually. Um, you talk to them either on the phone or via video on our, on our app. Um, wow. So those are the three things that we're focused on. I think in the beginning of the year, we're going to be introducing some specialist care too. So if you need to talk to a specialist, you have them virtually. That's we're amazing. not there yet. So it's primary, it's primarily primary care, internal medicine type of docs that we have currently, but they can take care of 90% of the, the stuff. I mean, and the, just the, the savings in that that's alone, awesome. right? And it's like, well, and what, you know, when you're out of town, you're not, you're, you're, you know, that it's, that's when things happen. You're on vacation. You've got someone right there on that yep. app that you can communicate yep. with that can, you know, help you navigate whatever crisis you're in in that moment. And that is, yeah. that is such a priceless thing. And speaking of price, I know people are going to want to know, what is this going to cost me? Yeah. What does it cost? What does it so cost? Fill us in on that. Yeah. It is, it's, it's totally different than how, you know, you typically pay for healthcare. So, um, you know, it, it, it does take a little bit of a different thinking, but I think it's good. So this, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of explain the, the two components of this. One is, you know, one of the things I may hate about health insurance, and I think Kristen, you asked this before is like, why are prices so high, right? Like why do prices keep going up? And that is health insurance plans can make a percentage of your total premium and they're maxed at that. It's, it's legislated. So if you have a thousand dollar premium, all they can make is 150 bucks. So the question then becomes is given there are for-profit enterprises that want to grow their revenue, how do they get their revenue to grow? They actually have an incentive for your premium, what you pay to go up. So if you, you know, if your premium goes from a thousand dollars to $1,100, they can now make $165 instead of $150. So you have the buyers of healthcare, which are your health plans and who want the price to go up. And the sellers of your health plans, which are these big hospital systems, they clearly want the price to go up. So guess what? The price goes up. All that to say is I wanted to get rid of that perverse incentive. Um, mm -hmm. And so we charge $50 per member per month to pay our bills. It's just a straight subscription fee, just like you would pay Netflix or your cell phone or whatever. Um, and so that comes to us. So that's, that's one invoice. You get that on the anniversary date of whenever you started. So you started on the... What are we yeah. at the 26th or whatever of July today? You'll get it on the 26th of August and the 26th of September. There's a second component of that, which I kind of mentioned earlier, that's up to an additional $125 if you're single or $375 for family of four or more that we will ask you to send directly to another member of the community to help them with their, their health event. So it's up to that amount. So let's just take the single person to, to keep it simple up to 125 in July. And again, in August, August might actually be a little lower. We're only asking for 60 of that 125. Nice. So um, if you were a single person in crowd health in July, you would have paid a $50 subscription fee and then a $60 uh, crowdfunding to help another pe person, 110 bucks total. If you are a family of four, you would have paid four times 50, which is $200. And then we charged each family or asked each family for another $180 this month, as opposed to the, you know, the 375. So you would have paid 200 plus 175. You would have paid 375 as a family of four 
um, as a crowd health uh, family in July. And again, August is actually going to be a little bit lower than that because bills are, are really, really that, low right now. I mean, how and obviously, is that? so is it the more people that are in this, the less these will be, right? Because it's well, going to be more people, or, or I guess we don't, you don't. I guess it depends on the bills that you're it's a, it receiving. It depends upon the bills. It's actually, okay. it's actually. The, the 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 big driver of this there's twofold one is um you know how healthy are the people who who, who join you know if you're it i can talk about pre-existing conditions and things like that but if you are significantly overweight you're going to consume more health care just is what mm -hmm. it is um so it's consumption but it's also um if people allow us to help them negotiate the bills that's the biggest driver so right now we have something about like 87% of bills over $1,000. People allow us to help them navigate to a lower cost provider. So that means that that $3,000 mammogram becomes $124. And that's the big driver of this. That's yes. why bills are so low is we're getting. And, and Christy, you just mentioned the, the Cedars-Sinai one, $96,000 versus $23,000. We had a, a, a couple in Wisconsin who had a, an $86,000 heart procedure. That was the quote. And we found them one for $23,000. And so, um, you know, that was just one of those things that the, the local hospital, you know, was trying to price gouge them. So we found them a lower price. But if we can do that, that's where we can massively drop down the, the costs. And we're getting 50 or 60% better prices than than health yeah. insurance companies. So if people ask that like, this is too good to be true, that price is way too low. Well, if you take what the insurance company is paying and then cut it in half, you get pretty close to what, you know, what we're asking you. So and it's you not- have, These are attorneys yes. that are negotiating, right? Or yeah, we have, attorneys we have attorneys and other things. We have attorneys yes. who are negotiating on your behalf yeah. because there's actually a law that states if they don't give you a price beforehand. So in one of these emergent conditions, you go into the emergency room and they can't no. just charge you anything. Um, there's it's it's there it's actually code UCC two three zero five for all the legal nerds out there you can go look it up it's called the open price contract where if they don't give you a price beforehand then they have to find they have to negotiate with you afterwards so we negotiate for you we have attorneys that do that so you can kind of imagine a hospital getting a note from an attorney that says we think that you overcharged us here's what the reasonable rate is we think you're breaking the law by price gouging hospitals respond. Um, and we are therefore allowed to, to get prices down. That's free market. That's a free market system. That's what yes. care should look like. It would in a work free much better. System. Right. Cause we saw what Obamacare did, right. Where you said what 48, is it 48 million? What did you say? 48 million Clint? claims were denied. Okay. I have a question. This, sorry. So, yeah. 48 million claims. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but it was, I was like going on that tangent of when you were talking about negotiating, if you've already paid the bill, like my son, and like, and I did not pay it all at once. I had to space it out, but I've kept all of those bills because I had been wanting to, of course, this was like, I finished paying finally last year, but they sent me like a $400 pay, you know, bill yeah. after I had already finished everything. Right. Can you go back after you've paid? Yeah. Don't pay it's, the bill. I'm, That's what I, I tell people. But I was, don't but, pay the but bill. I didn't know, but the thing is, I didn't know, you yeah. know, like I was like, well, and, and I didn't want I don't like bills hanging over my head. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, and, and I knew I didn't have to pay it. I know medical yeah. bills, just don't being in the, the system bill. that you didn't have to. So if you've already paid it, 
Yeah. They ain't gonna give you your yeah. Me too. I paid the eight thousand dollars for my daughter's ear tubes, and I'm toast. So they got the money. You know, it's right. What do they say? Possession is ninety percent of the law, or something like that, right? Like they have your money, um, so that it's impossible for you to negotiate at that point. So the hospitals will try to do some sketchy things to get you to pay before you leave. Don't do it. You don't have to do it. It's the law. Like you do not have to pay before you leave. So and they're gonna say, well, we're gonna give you a great discount if you pay now. No. Don't do it. We're going to get you a better discount. Do not pay that bill. Let us help you do that. Let us pay the bill. We're going to get a much better price than than the hospital would be able to get you. So as so as a crowd health member, you go in for your procedure, whatever it may be, and you just tell the, the front desk people, you know, if they're like, "Do you have insurance?" You just say, "No, I'm paying cash." Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's all yeah. you say. Yeah. And then you you talk to crowd health and they handle it from there. And I love how simple the numbers are. It's like, you know exactly yes. how much you're going to be paying and you know the max that you'll ever pay. And that is yeah. so refreshing because there's never going to be like a surprise, you know, like for us, we have a family of five. And so it'd be 375. And I know for sure, 100%, it will never be more than 375 a month. It might actually be less, which is an even better yeah, exactly. you know, mm-hmm. surprise every month, you know, and 100% of the time, if something happens so far, so good with everything y'all have done so far, like it's going to be covered. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be covered by a crowd house. So I yeah. just, I love it because I mean, insurance to me has always been one of those things that it's like, woo. I mean, people start talking about premiums and deductibles and co-pays, that, co-insurance. Co-pays. And, yes. I mean, some people might get it. I don't get it. I mean, it just, yeah. I can't wrap my brain around all of it. And so this to me just makes sense. And I love that, you know, for other and people I also like want me to who don't the, get it. Exactly. Really nice. And I want to bring up the point about prescriptions and cash, like, oh, yeah. because prescriptions, a lot of people are worried, oh my gosh, if I don't have insurance, my prescriptions are going to be so expensive. But y'all, so many pharmacists have like financial aid help, or if you are paying cash, it is so much cheaper. It's even, it's way cheaper than even when you have insurance. Yeah, it is. You might can speak to that. Yeah, we have a service that we, we, we get, we have that gives you, it's like 60 or 70% reductions on most meds. And then people are like, oh, what about the ones that are like the, they call them orphan drugs that are $10,000 a month or something like that. Well, the beauty of being uninsured is you can go to those pharmaceutical companies directly and say, hey, I'm uninsured. I can't pay $10,000. And typically they'll give you 60, 70, 80. I've even seen 90% discounts on that. Um, and then you submit, you can submit that a thousand dollars. You, you pay the first $500 of any health event. Right. Um, and then above that, you can, can, can submit it to the crowd for, for help to help you out with it. So there's lots of benefits of being uninsured. A lot of, there's a lot of, you know, FUD fear, uncertainty, and doubt around this, but I'm telling you the freedom and of, of, of being uninsured and not being, you know, captured by health insurance is, Makes, it allows yeah. me to sleep better at night. So mm. at $500, you pay $500 of any, the first $500 of anything that you decide to do. Because yeah. like you said, you have to have skin in the game and you have to like own your own health. But isn't there like a yearly, don't you get like a yearly credit or deduct something deducted off for for that as well? When there's something No, the $500 is not a yearly thing. 
it's just a buy per health event. So, right, but you know, I remember you saying like when we had talked previously that like you can use up to like three hundred dollars. Oh, oh yeah, That's yeah, for yeah. Wellness, yeah, yeah, for wellness, wellness visits, for visits. wellness visits. Okay, so oh, the yeah, wellness, yeah. the wellness is included in that five up to five hundred dollars for any health thing, right? Like so that's when the you one go thing in for that's well not included. So okay, that's different. that's excluded from that five hundred dollar. What okay. we say is initial member commitment. So if you have five people in your family, each one of you um, gets one wellness visit per year that you can submit a hundred percent of that to the community to fund. Okay. Um, gotcha. And we want people to go and do their wellness visits. Ultimately that's, that's the reason why we do that. Um, and so, and, and you can choose uh, primary care, um, OBGYN, uh, pediatrician, vision, or dental. So you can choose one of those five for your wellness visit. So my girls, literally this week, it was Monday, went and did their dental. And so we submitted that as our wellness visit this, mm -hmm. this year. And I think it was like 250 bucks or something, um, each one mm -hmm. of them. And so we submitted that. So we will hopefully get um, crowdfunded for that. We will. I mean, I'm pretty sure we will. Um, uh, so that's, it's, it's great. So you can use it on dental or whatever you, you want to use it on. Um, we, we kind of thought about adding a dental component to what we do, but those dental plans are such garbage um, that it's just like, in essence, what they do is they just pay for your wellness, yeah. your one visit, right? And we're like, why don't we just help right. people with that one visit and save yep. them the money because those yeah. dental plans stink. They do. They do. They're horrible. And in addition to your your wellness, your your one wellness visit, I mean, you still have access to the crowd yes. health doctors. Yeah. And, that's that, and that's unlimited. Yeah, yeah unlimited. that's unlimited mm -hmm. and included in your subscription. Right. Yeah. So, so people, what they could do is they could they could have a primary care doc over our app, and you can see the same primary care doc every single time. So you can actually build a relationship with them. So you can see your mm -hmm. primary care doc over the app. That costs you nothing. That's a part of your fifty dollars subscription fee. And then you could use your wellness visit for uh, your you know dental. Um, and so it, it works works really well that way. Right. I mean, that's saving money right well, there. Just yeah, imagine yeah, your sure. copay when you go to the doctor and paying for the dentist. I well, mean, this is to be like, honest, it's already that is exactly money. what this is. This is because we've all been overpaying. If you're in the current insurance system, someone's overpaying, even if it's not you. Like your 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 insurance company is overpaying because they can charge more. I mean, all of this is ultimately about saving money and and making this make sense again, right? It is like you said, it's. I mean, people hate capitalism, but honestly, capitalism makes things work better. Free market society makes things work better. And that's what, I mean, sorry, but we need that. You know, we need a free market to make supply and yeah. demand work and to hold things in check so that we don't wind up like we are, you know, which is with a really broken system that doesn't seem to be serving anyone, anyone that well. I'm sure there's outliers of people who have been so morbidly sick that like insurance has, you know, saved them maybe from bankrupt who knows i don't know but if you look at it how this works right i mean it's kind of a no-brainer and and honestly it's where all of us mm -hmm. all of us need to move out of the old system because supply and demand if there's no longer a demand for blue cross blue shield and yes. Aetna and united healthcare if there's no longer demand they will not last and i'm not, I'm not wishing people's jobs mm -hmm. away but i am wishing the system to finally completely dismantle because it's not it's yeah, well, you you mentioned the yeah. job thing earlier, right? I think you know, which I think is an important component here, where you know people think that their employer is paying for their health insurance. That's guess it. what you're paying for your health insurance. It's just the employer; yes. it's going through the employer. You don't even see it. So don't let's not let's yes. not you know trick ourselves to thinking that we're not paying for your health insurance. You are paying for it. It's just coming 
that That's in right. salary that you're right. you're not getting, right? And so, mm-hmm. you know, I here's a little bit of tough love, um, but it's like, look, if if you don't if you opt into the insurance company, I'm giving you an option. I think it's a val- valid option. It's a valuable one. It's it's a reliable one. Um, if you opt into health insurance and don't complain about it, like yep, you opted in. Like you have an yep. op- you have an option now, right? So don't complain about it if you opt in. Um, I'm giving you a very low cost option to opt out. And in fact, 25% mm-hmm. of our members had the ability to go get health insurance from their employer, decided not to, and come to Crowd Health instead because they felt you know safer and more you know a, a, a part of a community with 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 us. Um, and so, you know, I, and I think that one of the challenges that we have, and in, in, we kind of talked about entrepreneurs earlier, is um, there was a study that came out in 2019 that said that somewhere between two and four million people would go and do something entrepreneurial that if it, it wasn't for healthcare. Yes. Because, yes. You know, yeah, they're like, they're so yes. scared that they're not going to have good healthcare that they're not going to go and do something entrepreneurial. I was like, man, we our healthcare is ripping it away is. the American dream of people um, yes. because they can't go and do something entrepreneurial. And so I'm like, the number one group of people That's that right. we have are entrepreneurs. Um, they are business owners, entrepreneurs, and those those people look very different. Whether they're like, um, you know, influencers, or they own small businesses, or they're like, you know, entrepreneur startup people, or whatever. Like, that's the biggest group of people. Interestingly, the second biggest group of people <laughs> are doctors and nurses. Weird enough, I love it. Um, who hate the health insurance system so much? Are like, I'm not going to support yes. this. They know it. They <laughs> see it from the inside. You know, they're, they are our second biggest well, group of people. Well, when so, you know better. Um, we we want to unleash those 4 million people to go and do something entrepreneurial. Let's create right. value. Yes. Um, yes. I've heard that's, that's, that's so many times. I'm working benefits. just because the only reason people I stay in a job is for their yeah. insurance. I need the benefits. Right. And, yeah. I need the benefits. And how awful, what, a mis- what misery yeah. is that? I'm just doing well, my job then, to get then my Then you're not insurance. free. To right. the degree right. that you're enslaved to something because of this, that, or the other, then you're not free. And that's and what we want is we want people to be mm-hmm. and live as freely as possible. And, and that's why now yes. there is, there are options. So no longer say, I, I have to do this for the benefits. We just gave you an amazing one. Go to join crowd health. Is it join, join crowd health.org. Go to that website and start looking into this. Okay. We're not, we're not getting paid to tell you about this. I'm just saying this is, these are the options that we have long needed. Some of them, I, I've been a part of a MediShare for, I guess, a decade now. It has worked for our family, but I am telling you guys, you do not have to be enslaved any longer to the benefits that you think you're getting. I'm signing up this week. Like, <laughs> I'm already talked to my husband about it. Come on. Yes. No, me we too, are. Me like, too. I mean, I'm either yeah. doing yep. it right when we get off, yeah. if my kids are yeah. not home, or <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. No, it is like literally... It is literally on my on my list of this yeah. week. Like yeah. I, it and is I said happening. It, um, I said because it to my husband. We need and it. I said, listen, I've been talking to Andy. He's the CEO of this company. We need to switch over to this thing. So uh, I'm just saying, yeah, I think funny. to Andy, hearing from your heart, and I know what your mission is. Like you said, this is missional, and we get that. That's like for this podcast, it's missional to us. It's like we know we feel a calling mm-hmm. to provide something that we know needs to be provided. And, um, and to help people that we can help. And that's what you're doing. And we're so thankful because I think in addition to dismantling, if we could untrain people and uncondition people to say, to stop saying, my doctor says, not that your doctor's not right, but your doctor may mm. not be right. I think we've, we've realized that people need to let go of the godlike status of their physicians. 
that's one thing we want to dismantle. The second yeah. thing we want to dismantle is this right here. Like the whole system that you've got to yeah. overpay mm -hmm. into something and then never have the coverage you were expecting. That is not okay. And, and it really, it, it should not even be legal, but here we are. So, um, we are encouraging Amen. everyone to go at least check this out, share it with your friends and family. Even if it's something you're not ready to make a change with, there's a lot of people we know that are looking for this right here. So go check it out. And Andy, thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank yes. you for having me. Yeah. Yes. You know, look, one of the other things I want to mention too, is um, we have a promo code it's called <laughs> just think all one word. Oh yeah. So if you want to use that promo code, it's uh, 99 bucks a month for three months. And so, um, you know, give us a try. If it's one of those things where you're like, I'm not really sure about this. I want to see what's going on. It's 99 it. bucks. Um, yeah. And it's, if it, if it works out, then you're going to save thousands of my family saved, I think 10 or $11,000 last year as a result of being on crowd health. Um, you know, it's worth a $99 a month investment just to see what we're, what we're about. I think you'll love it. Um, I have an investor in crowd health. He says he's never seen an attrition rate as low yeah. as what we have. Meaning he, you know, every month you see how many people yeah. leave the, the platform. Ours last month was under 1% of people last month left which is unheard Absolutely. of in direct-to-consumer, which I think is a product of just loving our, our folks well. Um, you know, we do silly things like oh. send birthday cards and, and birthday gifts, and, you know, we'll I mean, send, little, send you a onesie oh, for all the babies touches. that we've had and all those little things. So That's um, amazing. We, those little touches make a difference. Though. It's building yeah. community, we, we, though, Andy. I mean, what you're yeah. doing is you really are fostering that community, and that's really smart because that's what people want to feel a part of. That's what they're going to trust, right? That my community is going to show up if I need them, and I'm going to show up for my community when they need me. That's what you're building. And so when those little touches yeah. like that, that really yeah, builds amen. the community as well. And uh, we want to be a part of that community. So mm -hmm. we know... Thank y'all for the oh, time. Thank you this so much. Fun. Remember, the, the, the code is just <laughs> think, and we want Crowd Health to be overwhelmed with the number of people who are coming to sign up and giving just giving this a try for you know for three months. Yeah. With that promo code, we cannot wait to hear how many of thousands of you we can send Andy's way. All right. All right. Thanks guys for Love listening. It. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.